Chef Boyardee, motherfucker. Chef Boyardee, motherfucker. Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. <laughs> do you guys, uh, do you guys remember the last time you, uh, you had Chef Boyardee? I don't. I don't I don't remember the last time I had Chef Boyardee. Is the chef any good? And what kind of name is Boy RD? <laughs> what does the RD stand for? Research and development? Is that what it is? Boy RD. Boy really dicks. <laughs> Boy raw dicks. How about that? That's what it is. It's boy raw dicks. <laughs> but hey, everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got the two dogs right there. I got Ween Dog at the end. She's licking the couch. And I got Sadie Dog right next to her giving me the stank eye. Even though I had her outside for a long time and she liked it, she barked to come in. Now she's giving me the stank eye like she wants to go outside again. I'm like, you can't have both ways. Sadie dog, you can't be outside and want to come inside. And then when you come inside, you want to go outside. You were just outside. We'll go for a walk later. When Wean Wean dog was like, what? Uh, we'll go out for one of those W things when I'm done with this shit podcast. <laughs> Does anyone else call their podcast the shit podcast? God damn it. I'm doing this wrong. But uh, hey, it's the Elemental Podcast. If you are a first-time listener, uh, thank you for tuning into this shit. I'm your host, Stu McAllister. Uh, I am a guy, I used to tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living. Now I'm floating through life, legitimately. I am floating through life uh, with no direction. Uh, it's one big mess after another. And uh, this is the podcast. And essentially... I, uh, I bitch about shit, I tell stories, and then I talk about news of the day, shit that's going on in the world that probably really nobody else is talking about. And there's a reason nobody else is talking about the shit I talk about, because nobody cares about the shit I talk about. But it's usually weird, quirky stories. So there we go. That's the podcast. Hopefully you stick around. Hopefully you like it. If you like it, I have a Patreon. What the fuck's a Patreon, Stu? Well, Patreon's a paywall, meaning uh, there's content up there, but if you want to see the content, you got to pay for it. Kind of like OnlyFans, but thank God uh, there's a lot less nudity. You do not want to see me naked. Uh-uh. So just five bucks a month, and it's, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's this shit. It's just more of this shit. So if you like this shit, you'll love that shit, because it's the same old shit. So you guys are caught up. Unless you want to hear about my Macari. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Macari. I won't, I, w I won't do it. I won't, I won't do it. I won't. Because I brought it up to my coworker today. For those who are new, I got a new job. I've been at this new job for like two weeks. I think tomorrow will be the end of two weeks. I think, I think, I think. I could be wrong, but I think. And uh, the job essentially is is uh, driving a truck. I'm not 
I'm not going to get more specific than that. But essentially, it's driving a truck. I've been taking a lot of training, uh, watching a lot of training videos, a lot of training modules that all kind of suck. <laughs> they all, they, they stink. They stink. It stinks. And uh, a lot of the problem that I have with training modules, I believe that people who have never done the job that you are going to do create these modules. People who have never driven a truck, have never been on a high-low, who've never done anything, make these training modules for you to watch and learn. And then when you actually go and do the, the work, you're like, oh, fuck, this has nothing to do with what I... Uh, what I am really doing in real life. It's just that way. And uh, it's it's funny too when you get trained by people. I've uh, I've been on uh, three three drive alongs, three ride alongs, whatever. I'm not allowed to drive the truck yet. I'm I'm really not allowed to do a whole lot. But I'm learning, <laughs> and I'm learning that uh, my coworkers. Who do the same job all do it very differently <laughs> and hey whatever I mean you get are you getting the job done sure they're getting the job done I have said that each and every one of my co-workers appears to be very competent at doing their job I mean who the fuck am I I don't know shit from shit but it appears as though my co-workers are competent we're getting the job done all have very different different temperaments. The, the the gentleman that I was riding along with today. If you were to ask me to use one word to describe him, I would just go angry. <laughs> he, he just seemed angry, angry. And I get it. Trust me, I understand anger a whole lot. I fucking get it. I actually uh love that emotion i know a lot of people don't they don't like being angry and i think there's a level of you shouldn't be angry a lot it's when you're angry a lot that things are are not good and and i'll be the first to admit i've been angry a lot way more than i should be over the last year or so and uh you know i'm just trying to work on it I'm trying to work on it and shit you guys know what i'm talking about but man, this guy just seems angry. And I want to go, hey man, I just fucking got here. You you should be fucking, uh, your attitude should be a little better around me, right? Because you don't want to scare me off. Because at certain points during the day today, I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to open this door. Uh, even though we're driving 70 down the highway, I'm just going to open this door and uh, fall out and, and, and get on with my fucking life. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. But at times I felt that way. When you, when you get to a new job, you want people to lie to you. <laughs> you want people to fucking con you and go, hey, this is the greatest fucking job of all time. You're going to love it. It's easy peasy. They pay us way more money than they fucking should. We've conned them. And uh, the boss lets us drink on Fridays. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear, oh, fuck this fucking motherfucker. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm like, oh, God, please stop. 
Stop. Stop. But uh, but we got through it. I got through it, everybody. I got through it. I got through it. I got through it. <laughs> Did you get through it, Stu? Yup. I got through it. I got fucking through it. Yes, I did. During the day, I got a text from my buddy, the one and only Mr. Eric Zane. Now, I know some of you uh, are extremely jealous that I got a text from Eric Zane. You're like, oh, why the fuck didn't I get a fucking text from uh, Eric Zane? And I'm like, I don't know. You're a loser, I guess. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, and a lot of you are going, who the fuck's Eric Zane? <laughs> Eric Zane was a guy who was a, he was a radio host for a long time. He was a part of a syndicated morning show for a very long time. And then he was uh, let go and he had his own morning show for a long time. And then that didn't, uh, that didn't end well. So now he's a podcaster. He's been podcasting, I think like three or four years. It's uh, it's much more successful than this one. He, he's able to maintain a, a lifestyle because he podcasts. He's got sponsors and a shit ton of patreon subscribers huge listening audience i got six people who listen to this shit he's got at least i don't know three more (laughs) he's got at least nine listeners fuck he's crushing but he texts me today and he's like i got a podcast i want you to listen to and uh it was his own podcast (laughs) it was his own his own fucking podcast, that motherfucker. And it was the podcast from this past uh, Monday, if I'm not mistaken. And the reason I bring it up, normally I wouldn't bring it up, but uh, I bring it up because uh, I got along very well with Zane. I continue to get along very well with Zane. I, do a lot, I know people want to stir up trouble all the time between him and I. I. I've never quite understood it. I got zero problems with Eric. I, I listen to him, and uh, I, I find him very funny. And I, I was uh, uh, at two points in my life, I was up for co-host on his show, and both times I didn't get hired. Fuck. But uh, so I give him grief. He gives me grief. It's a, it's a good good relationship that we have. But he, I'm like, ah, oh, what what am I listening to here? He's like, oh, you gotta listen to this shit. And I was just like, ah, oh, man, what is it? I was like, what happened? And he's like, listen to it, dickhead. <laughs> and then I just wrote, fuck. And he's like, it's all there, you impatient fool. And then he called me some homophobic slurs. <laughs> um, and so I listened to it. And what it was, uh, you know, Eric lives here in the uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan area as well. And uh, so he'll talk about a lot of things that go on in the Grand Rapids area. Why not? We live here. Talk about this shit. Apparently, I think I was vaguely aware of this. Apparently, there was a shooting and I believe uh, a person died, an African-American person died from uh, a police shooting. And, you know, that's always, you know, over the last 
three, four years. It's, it's been a, a big thing, clearly, in a lot of communities. It's created a lot of problems. Um, there's been problems here in Grand Rapids. There was a riot like a, two years ago, the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, there was a riot that happened downtown. And uh, I went down the next day to help clean up. And it was amazing to see all of the fucking people who showed up downtown to, to clean up. By the time I got there, there really wasn't fucking much for me to do. I, you know, I went down there with uh, Jamie and we had brooms and, and all sorts of shit to clean, help clean up. And fu- everybody was fucking handling shit. We got there, I don't know, not super early, like 9 or 10 o'clock. And it fu- everybody was fucking good to go. I saw the mayor, talked to the mayor. I know the fucking mayor. Don't mean to brag. I know the mayor of Grand Rapids. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, there's always, always a lot of shit, right? And unfortunately, a lot of these uh, shootings... Whether whether it's true or not, often are it's a race issue. It's cops are racist. Minorities are being hunted by police officers. Now I'll be the first to say, uh, cops can be dicks, <laughs> right? Like uh, cops are human beings. I know some of you are like, what? You know, sorry to fucking uh, show you the man behind the curtain. Cops are humans and they can be dicks, right? I know plenty of people who are not cops who are fucking dicks. And uh, they're probably racist motherfuckers. But I don't necessarily believe that all cops are racist. I don't believe that necessarily believe that all shootings that happen are race-related. It is unfortunate when a police officer has to fire their weapon, right? I, I've talked about this numerous times. I'm not a fan of guns. I don't like guns. I don't want to work for a place that would want me to carry a gun. Fuck all that shit. I'm not down with that clown, right? Uh, but I, I'm fully aware that uh, police officers at some point well, are going to have to pull out their pistola and blast lead right? I mean, that's just, it's part of the job. And apparently this incident required a police officer to blast a motherfucker into oblivion. And uh, we got a local, uh, we got a local rabble, rabble rouser. God, I got, I'm not even exactly sure what he is. I think he's a city commissioner. I don't necessarily believe that he is a county commissioner, but now his name is Robert Womack. And, uh, right? It's Robert Womack, right? Yeah, Robert S. Womack. Apparently there's another Womack. Yeah, he's Kent County Board of Commissioners. Huh. I did not know this. I thought he was like a county commissioner or a, a city commissioner, Grand Rapids City Commissioner. Um, let me see. There's Ben Green, Tom Antor, Roger Morgan, Diane Jones, Mandy Bolter, Stan Steck, Stan Ponstein. How many fucking stands can we have? Dan Burrell, Matt Calmain, Emily Breve, Lindsay Thiel. Monica Sparks, I've met Monica. Michelle McLeod, uh, 
Carol Hennessy, Melissa Legrand, David Bolkowski. There he is, Robert Womack. He is the area representation city of Grand Rapids. So that's me. I actually live on the city in the city. I live in the city of Grand Rapids. So now I need to see. Yeah, apparently uh, he is. I live in his district. And he also sits on the uh, Finance and Physical Resources Committee. There is a phone number, 616-295-8953, for good old Robert Womack, if you want to get a hold of him. Or you can email him at robert.womack, W-O-M-A-K, at kentcountymi.gov. Anyway, anywho, Robert is this guy who, he's African-American, and Robert is this guy who looks at everything through the eyes of race. Race first and foremost. Now, I know, I well, I'm a white dude. For those who are unaware and couldn't fucking tell, I am a white dude. And uh, I know his... Life is different than mine. His his prism is different than mine. His scope of life is different than mine. Uh, the, the struggles and difficulties he's had in his life have probably been different than mine. And so he's always going to look at things from different angles. But I also look at guys like Mr. Womack as being guys like Al Sharpton and guys who are just legitimately rabble-rousers, and they just fucking rattle their saber around issues with race. And it can't always be that way. Now, if an African-American police officer shot a white person and killed a white person, I would not necessarily believe, oh my God, this is a racially motivated shooting by a police officer. I don't necessarily believe it. I'd believe... uh that the weapon that the African-American guy, uh, police officer, used was stolen and had its serial number filed off. <laughs> jokes, everybody. These are jokes. That was a terrible joke. It was an awful joke. And I, I apologize immediately. Please do not cancel me. I can be canceled. Unlike Joe Rogan and Louis C.K. and people like that, uh, who continue to uh, get rich and famous after they've done dumb shit, uh, I can be canceled. Well, actually, I, technically, I don't think I can be canceled because I got nothing to have canceled. <laughs> when you have nothing, you can't take anything. So Eric was talking about the incident on his podcast. He was talking about it. And then he, he always goes, I want to talk to Womack. He's been wanting to talk to Womack. And I think he's actually at more than one point in his career said he wanted to have like a fight with Womack. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think he's challenged him to a fight. I will challenge Robert Womack to a fight. Will it ever happen? Nah. That'll <laughs> never happen. But he's like, I want to talk to Womack. And he's like, I hope Womack calls me. And then he, he does some searching. And he finds some phone number. And maybe it's the phone number that I just gave you guys. But he calls it. And Robert Womack actually just like answers the phone. He's like, hello? Like not even like, ah, this is the office of Robert Womack. Robert Womack speaking. Nothing like that. I was like, hello? Like he just woke up or something. It was very strange. 
And so Eric starts to kind of um, grill the dude because the guy says that it was like uh, an execution. It was an execution style murder. And Eric's like, how the fuck do you know this? Like, what have you seen? Like, because none of the videos have been released. And apparently the Grand Rapids police are requesting that the video not be released yet because they're still investigating and they want to make sure that they got their case right. You know, and I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck they're investigating. Like, if, if you got the facts, you got the facts. I mean, I, maybe some other shit was going down in Chinatown. I don't fucking know. Or maybe the cops just want to fucking doctor the video first. I don't know. What do I know? But he he's talking with them, and, and Womack's like, yes. He kind of contradicts himself because he's been saying that he's, he's seen this shit, but then he says he hasn't seen this shit. It's all very funny. He eventually he ends up hanging up on Eric Zane. You can go listen to it, Eric. Uh, it's the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you want to uh, find that on, he sent me the link. It's on uh, Apple, on the Apple Podcasts. I don't use Apple. I'm not an Apple dude. I'm more of a, I'm Castbox. If I'm going to go anywhere, I'm going to go CastBox. I'm fucking CastBox loyal, right? But anyway, I found the whole thing funny. I find it very interesting. I found it kind of funny that he sent that to me. Of all the things that are going on in the world, him him having a fight with Robert Womack. I thought he would have sent me some shit about whatever's going on in the Ukraine. Or someone said some dumb shit about me because apparently they've... He's rebroadcast some old uh, audio clips from when I had uh, when, when I was co-hosting or filling in for his co-host who took a vacation or whatever. So it was always very fun. It, and when those come on, when he releases old ones that I've been on, I'll get a lot of people get a hold of me. And go, oh, I loved it when you were on with Zane. And it's always very it's always very nice to hear. It's very nice to hear because I always enjoyed it. And really, for me, at that time in my life, it was a very positive thing. It gave me hope. Like, I was hopeful that I was going to get the job, and then I would be a fucking uh, morning co-host. Morning radio co-host. Now, I've talked to a lot of radio people over the years, having been a comedian and having to go do media uh, when I'm in other towns or, or when here in Grand Rapids, when I was the host at the comedy club in town, I would take comedians to do media, so radio and television. And so I just over the years, I've gotten to meet a lot of people and they'll all tell me the same thing. Radio is shit. <laughs> and I was able to figure that out quickly enough, right? That it's a, uh, it's a difficult job. The, the morning radio is a difficult job. It can, it can be very demanding of you. I don't think anyone really necessarily cares about any other time of the day for radio. Like nobody's ever, hey, what about that uh, 4 to 8, 8 p.m. slot? Or whatever the fuck it is. The 3 to 6. No one gives a shit. It's the morning. The morning is the only one that cares. So you're getting up wicked fucking early and you're really not getting paid super well unless your show becomes syndicated all that kind of shit but you know what for me it just would have been fun 
It would have been great. It would have been a way to be just like local. I wouldn't have to be gone every weekend like I was when I was trying to do comedy. I would have stable. I could still be funny. I could still interact with the audience, people in town. Yeah, God, it's great. 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 Great. But whatever. That opportunity flew away a long, long time ago, everybody. Long fucking time ago. But uh, so that's why I got a store on Macari. (laughs) I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it. I lied. I got a store on Macari. What's Macari, Stu? Macari is like a combination of eBay and Facebook Marketplace where people can go and sell stuff. You can sell stuff. Maybe you do have a Macari store over there. I got a Macari store. I sell mostly um, sports shit. I got jerseys, bobbleheads, other random assorted shit. I got a bunch of shit in the mail today that I'm going to post up there. I got this monstrous... Do I got any Green Bay Packer fans? I got this monstrous framed... Uh, it's it's a Green Bay Packer towel. It's got multiple photographs of a Green Bay Packer player. The towel is autographed. It's at least three feet long and two feet wide. I mean, it is big. I did not realize it was that big when I purchased it. Um, I wish it was probably a better player than it was because it's like it's paying homage to the specific player. And the the player is an offensive lineman. Now, nothing against offensive linemen, but usually people don't give a fuck about offensive linemen. Like, it's a very unheralded position. Nobody seems to care. You only care about an offensive lineman when they make a goddamn mistake, when they commit a holding penalty or an offsides penalty or whatever. You're always like, you dumb motherfucker. But if any of you are Green Bay Packer fans, um, it is super nice. God damn, I'll I'll be posting that on Macari by this weekend. And I, you know, I got a lot of other shit. Like I said, jerseys, whatever this or that. So if you guys care and uh, you want to support me in some capacity, uh, go go check it out. I sold a lot of shit today. Sold two jerseys, a couple autographed baseballs. I sold a. Uh, baseball jersey tonight i sold a football jersey tonight so uh, am i crushing it not really but i'm selling shit i'm making a little bit of money i enjoy it am i can i quit my job to just sell shit on macari fuck no i can't but i i enjoy it i do enjoy it so go over there and i would post about this stuff on facebook but fuck i gotta tell you guys this i got a band i got a 30-day band on facebook have you guys ever been banned on Facebook? I know a lot of people talk about free speech and whatever. I'm not that guy. Facebook is a private entity. If they want to ban me, I guess go the fuck ahead and ban me. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm just always curious and perplexed and amazed by the things that they fucking ban me for. I got banned... Because uh, an actual listener of this podcast, John Midgley, he's got a Facebook page. It's Magic JBM. He is a magician. Go check out his Facebook page, Magic JBM. I'm I'm friends with his regular profile. And uh, John's also a social worker. And uh, apparently a couple years ago, like uh, I think it was like three years ago, 
Maybe I'm getting some of these details wrong. He got an award for um, helping out a police officer. He did not shoot the police officer. The police officer did not shoot him. Uh, instead, this police officer was in distress. I believe the police officer was getting assaulted. And John came over and helped out this cop and probably diffused an ugly situation. And uh, he was rewarded with like, I don't know, citizen of the year or uh, do-gooder of the moment. You know, some shit like that. I'm like, oh my God, that's great. Dude, that's awesome, right? And so he's like reposting the picture. He's like, yeah, remember when I helped out a cop three years ago, whatever. So in the comments, I just posted, uh, I posted, beat his ass, Seabass, which, uh, if you remember correctly, is not a quote from Dumb and Dumber, even though in my brain, I thought it was a quote from Dumb and Dumber. The, the actual quote is, kick his ass, Seabass, not beat his ass, Seabass. But I put beat his ass, Seabass, and there we go. I left it alone, and that was it. I'm, I'm quoting Dumb and Dumber, a very funny movie, um, and that's it. And uh, probably about an hour or so later, Facebook came back and gave me a ban for it because they said it was inciting violence. And I wanted to, I, I, I am disputing it, but you never win. You never win those things. I disputed it and I basically said, this is just a quote from a very funny movie and I'm not really sure why you felt like it was inciting violence. Cause I'm like, who, what, who's doing what? Like, I'm then say, I didn't say beat, uh, beat Donald Trump's ass. I didn't say beat Joe Biden's ass. I was just beat his ass, see bass. But uh, Facebook gave me a 30 day ban. And so that means I can't comment. I can't like, I can't, I can't do anything other than I can use Facebook Messenger. I've, I've always found it weird whenever I've gotten a ban that I can continue to use the Messenger, but I can't do anything else. Yeah, you know, I can scroll through my timeline. I can see shit. It's, uh, it's very disappointing because I can't post on my fan page. I can't post on the Elemental Podcast page. I can't do any of that shit. Basically, what I want to say is uh, Facebook is shit because I posted beat his ass on Twitter and I, I didn't get a fucking second look because it's the wild, wild west over on Twitter. There's like porn and shit and whatever. It's weird, but whatever. Whatever. So uh, I'll see you guys in 30 days on Facebook or you can just follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Instagram, even though they own Facebook or Facebook owns Instagram. I'm still there too. So whatever. Social media shit. Uh, if I didn't need it for things... I probably wouldn't be on it. Wouldn't wouldn't be on it. But it is a way that so many people communicate with other people. Ugh, God, it's a trap. It's a trap. I was talking with my uh, angry coworker today about it, about how uh, technology is kind of uh, it's not bringing us together. It's often separating us. Because, uh, you know, each each generation, we're going to have our own way of like, oh, my God, remember Facebook? And, and, you know, like kids today are like, fuck Facebook, where it's all TikTok. And you can go follow Matt Harper Art on TikTok and see all his drawings. It's Matt with two T's, Matt Harper Art. The second T stands for titties. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe it stands for titties. I just like to say it. So he was telling me that he believes that your know, technology is, is, is dividing us as much as it is 
uh, bringing us together. And I can't, I, again, I can't disagree with that. I can't, I can't. There's so much technology shit going on. I can't keep up. I'm an old fucking man. I, w I would like to keep up. But fuck, I, I can't can't prevent myself from getting goddamn banned on Facebook. I think a lot of it too though is uh, I Facebook has has tagged me as a rabble rouser. Uh, you know, I keep saying uh, weird shit. Apparently I'm inciting the masses to commit crimes. And so every time I say something uh, that maybe a person like a first time offender would probably just get a slap on the wrist. But if I say something dumb, 30 days in the hole, I've had at least four or five 30 days in the hole. It's awful. Oh, whatever. Speaking of being in the hole, oh my God, I love talking about these stories. They're some of my fucking favorite. This is a woman, a state representative here in Michigan. Uh, she's a Democrat, everybody. I know a lot of people are going, ah, you know, they talk about fucking Republicans doing dumb shit. Like, well, all right. Uh, this woman, she is, like I said, state rep, Democrat from Redford Township. I think that's over by Lansing because this is where she got busted. She got busted, everybody. Uh, this is back in February, February 25th. She got arrested for what, Stu? What did Mary Cavanaugh, a nice Irish girl, what did she get arrested for, Stu? Well, like I just said, she's a nice Irish girl, so clearly she was drunk. <laughs> she's Irish. She's fucking Irish. Uh, she got busted for having an alcohol level twice the legal limit. Holy shit. She blew a .17. She didn't blow a 17-year-old. She blew a .17. I think at this stage of the game, she'd probably be happier if she had blown a 17-year-old. Uh, because when you're a .17, you're known here in the state of Michigan as a what? Super drunk. She's a super drunk. She's a super drunk. Da, 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 da. The Public Act creating the super drunk law for stiffer penalties for people with blood alcohol content of .17 was passed by the state legislator in 2008. Criminal background check indicates this is Kavanaugh's second arrest. Oh, say it isn't so. This sweet Irish lass has gotten two Deweys. Oh, my goodness. She pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor operating while intoxicated following an arrest on October, or excuse me, May 23rd, 2015. So she's been good. She was good for fucking, uh, is that seven years or so? She was pretty good. She was only, she's only 30. Why, why are you guys voting in fucking 30-year-old fucking state reps? I don't fucking give a shit what a 30-year-old thinks. All I know is a 30-year-old can't handle their fucking booze. <laughs> handle your booze, you Irish fucking bitch. Apparently she was arrested in Livonia. Livonia. A Livonia police officer observed both driver's side tires to be flat. Flat. 
as he followed the vehicle as it went eastbound on Schoolcraft Road to enter eastbound 196. The vehicle began swerving between the right and center lane once entering the interstate. The vehicle began to take the exit ramp for Middle Belt where it drove over the solid white line and crossed the gore at the top of the ramp before activating its hazard lights. She had two flat tires? How do you think she got two flat tires on the same side? What do you think she did? What did she run over that caused her to get two flat tires? Unfucking real. This is our state rep. State rep. House Minority Leader Donald Lisinski has not returned M Live's request for comment by phone or email. You gotta fucking censure her, right? You gotta fucking say, well. We got too many goddamn drunks here in our uh, fucking Congress. We got to get them out. Get them out. Can't have it, everybody. Can't have drunks. Can't have drunks. All right. Speaking of drunks, I'm going to end it on this. Dan Campbell, do you know the name? If you're a sports fan, maybe you do. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, you hopefully do. Because Dan Campbell was a football player, played for the Lions. He was a tight end for the Lions. He is now their coach. He was their coach for them last year, uh, first season with them. Rookie, I think it's his first time had being a head coach. And uh, a lot of people liked him. Because he came in here like, ah, we're going to bust kneecaps and bite ankles. And what, you know, he came in saying shit like that. And I'm not going to lie, I hate talk like that from coaches when they say dumb shit like that. To me, I'm like going, oh, you're a dumb fucking meathead. Yeah, you're one of those fucking guys. And the Buffalo, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And the Buffalo Bills had one of those coaches, Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan was a Fucking awful fucking coach. He was an awful coach. I know the Bills hired him because he had taken the New York Jets to the AFC Championship game two years in a row. They didn't win either. But he got pretty far, and the Bills were fucking desperate, and like, okay, maybe this guy can do it. He came in, he was 8-8 eight and eight his first season, and then he was 7-8 and eight the second season, and they fired him with one game left. Because, again, he was just another one of these dumb, rah-rah fucking bite him in the ankle coaches it's just a dumb fucking word so i don't for some reason dan campbell's talking to the press and maybe it has to do with the fact the lions are going to be on hard knocks hbo's football series hard knocks which i hate to say it i don't think that's good for any team because they kind of they're following the team as the season's going along like preseason, and then maybe like the first week or two i don't think it goes the whole season i can't imagine it going the whole season I've never watched it, but I don't think it's good for the team. Because some shit just needs to stay in the locker room. You don't need to fucking have everybody having every words and thoughts they said out loud for the public to consume. But the Lions are going to be on HBO Knox. So Dan Campbell's talking. And he's talking about the draft. And they, they got the number two pick because they were the second worst fucking team in the league last year. And he's looking for a guy who can come in and be a day one starter, right? And yeah, when you got a draft pick that high, you're like, get in there and do some shit, kid. I know you're 21 or 22, but fuck, you got to save this goddamn franchise. Because I can't, because I suck, and I'm a fucking weirdo. But as he's talking, 
he started t- talking about a player that he had. He when he apparently he was like a coach of some kind in Miami, the Dolphins, and he's talking about this player. And he goes, some of these guys. I remember I had a guy in Miami. God, he loved ball. He was a dynamic football player, but he came in every day just reeking of booze. <laughs> it's Miami. Of course he was reeking of booze. He was fucking drinking Mai Tais or whatever out on the beach, fucking, uh, fucking whores on the beach getting hammered. That's what he was doing. It's Miami. He was probably on a bender for no, for who knows how long, but God, he loved football. He showed up. He didn't have MAs, which is a missed assignments. I did not know that, but that's what it is. He hustled nonstop, and it's like, you know what? You find a way to make that guy work. Not saying we want those guys, but he loved ball, and he had success. And he's still playing today, by the way. And that's the story. That's the story. And I'm not... What's the fucking point of the story, Dan? What's the point of the story? Story! He coached in Miami in 2015. So I suppose if he's still working today... I mean, I guess you go look at the roster from 2015 and he's not saying that he's still playing for Miami, so he might not still be playing for the Dolphins, but he's still playing in the NFL. So if you wanted to find out who it was or narrow it down, you probably could. But what the fuck is the story about? Is this a motivational story, Dan? No, it's not. What are you saying? You're basically saying, like, you tolerated this dude's fucking addictions... Oh my god, I knocked some shit over here. Everybody apologize. I gotta fix this. Hold on a second. Oh my god. Fuck. Oh god. There we go. I saved it. I saved the day, everybody. I saved the fucking day. I got some uh, football cards today. That's some of the things I got. And one of the cards, I know some of you are gonna be wicked fucking jealous. Wicked jelly. But I got a, uh, a rookie. Rookie, everybody. Rookie Drew Stanton card. And uh, it's graded. It's graded 10. So I got a rookie Drew Stanton card. Score, that's the brand. Score 2007. Number 359. It's graded. So it means it's. I got it in this plastic bed. Rookie Drew Stanton. Lions. <laughs> fuck Ugh. so what are, you, what are you supposed to do he's not saying this guy was great he, I don't is this guy still still drinking did you help this guy overcome his addiction because uh, there's only so much you could do when you're an alcoholic when you're a professional athlete and you're an alcoholic there's probably unless you're at the tip top of your game you're probably not going to be able to overcome that for a very long long time right I didn't think it was a very fucking inspiring story. I didn't think it had direction at all. And this is the prime example of why fucking I think Dan Campbell, a lot of guys call him Man Campbell, I think he should be called fucking ham bone loser. <laughs> uh, he's not a good coach. The Lions, uh, they will not win more than five games this year. You heard it. Market. Pellerito. Mike Pellerito, mark it. And uh, so come uh, December of this year, you can uh, we can replay this uh, segment. And uh, you can be, oh my God, Stu was right. 
The stew was right. Stew was right. Let's see. Someone was talking about the Detroit Lions. They said the Detroit Lions' last playoff win was 8.5 years closer to the moon landing than it is to present day. God damn. There were 22 years, six months, and how many days between the moon landing and the Lions' 1992 divisional win against Dallas. It's been 30 years and two months since that win. Oh, my God. That's awful. That's awful. The Lions have been awful. They've been awful forever. I don't want the Lions to be awful. I would prefer the Lions to be a kick-ass team. Why? Because the communities of teams that are doing well, seemingly uh, people have better attitudes and whatever. That's what it seems like. So Dan Campbell, I hope you do well. But Dan Campbell, I I know you're not. I know you're not going to do well. Speaking of not doing well, this podcast is not doing well. But that's how I'm going to fucking end it. God damn, I suck. Hey, uh, I already mentioned it a couple times. Uh, the Patreon, the Macari. If you can like the Facebook and Twitter page too, that'd be great. I mean, clearly the Facebook page is going to be dark. Although I am sending shit to Jamie. Jamie is still. Uh, Jamie was a co-host of this podcast for a while, and so uh, she's still um, an administrator of the podcast. So I can message shit to her, and she can post about it. So we can do that. So I'll have her continue to do stuff on Facebook, at least. Uh, I mentioned uh, John Midgley. He's got his page over there, too. John's the reason why I'm banned on Facebook. Thank you very much, John. Uh, it's Magic JBN. I mentioned uh, Matt Harper. Matt Harper's got his TikTok and Instagram, Matt Harper Art. He sells art. Go buy his art. Make it so he doesn't have to work for a living. He can just do art for a living. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Fuck. Uh, so go check him out over there. And if you want, you can commission him to draw shit for you. He can draw shit for you too. So do it. And then uh, last but not least, Adam and Stephanie House. Uh, they eat coleslaw together. They're a married couple. They eat coleslaw together. They got a Facebook page for it. The Sunday Slaw. Go like that. Get all your coleslaw needs met over there. And then if you got any uh, real estate questions, get a hold of Adam too. He's a realtor. He is a realtor. And he can answer your questions and maybe help you buy a house or sell a house. Some of that shit. So, All right, everybody. That is it. I am done. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon if you guys give a shit. Otherwise, I will be back uh, on Monday for the freebie. Saturday. There might not be a Patreon on Saturday. We will see. I got some shit going down in Chinatown. So we'll see. Uh, that's it. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Have a good day. Keep up.